0: What's up, everyone? Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. Knicks, Jets, etc. is sponsored by Thrive Fantasy, a daily fantasy sports app. But for player props, they have eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask about the top tier athletes in each respective sport. If NFL, you choose 10 out of the 20 player prop options to build your lineup. And if it's the NBA or esports, you could choose 5 out of the 10 player prop options to build your lineup. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over-under based on the likelihood of it to occur, and then they tier the prop so the more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. It's actually pretty cool. The more points you rack up, the bigger share of the prize pool. Thrive has awarded over $1.4 million in prizes since launching in 2018 and has $50,000 guaranteed in prizes for NFL week-to-week and thousands more with the NBA returning soon. So download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting the website at www.thrivefantasy.com. Make sure to use the promo code KJE when you sign up today and you'll receive an instant deposit match of up to $50 with a $20 minimum. You must be 18 years or older and you can't deposit funds or enter it into any paid contests in states such as New York, New Jersey, New Hampshire, Maine, Pennsylvania, Vermont, Virginia, and Washington. Again, Thrive Fantasy, promo code KJE. For Knicks, Jets, etc., sign up today and prop up for free money and a chance at more prizes. What's up, everyone? And welcome back to another episode on the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. Alex, we made it to the end, man. We finally made it to Week 17. So today we'll talk about the last week Jets-Browns game because we're on a a hot streak. (laughs) 2-0, baby. Uh, And then we'll, uh, we'll of course, talk about uh, the Week 17 Jets-Pats game. And then... um, we got some, uh, a little bit of breaking news coming through, uh, and then uh, a little bit of a denial with this whole gaze controversy, because nothing could ever go right. So we'll, we'll talk about all that today. Alex, what's for Etcetera?
1: What's good, John? For Etcetera today, we're going to go through the Week 17 slate, as always, and talk about the games that we like the most. Some
0: That's playoff it. implications?
1: Playoff implications, indeed, my good man. Playoff the NFC least, indeed. bro. The NFC least. That's the only one we really care about, because it's the a- <laughs> Garbage, garbage, garbage division. So let's get where I'm going. <laughs> Alright,
0: let's go, Ricey. Ricey K, Man. What's up everyone, and welcome back to another Jets episode on the Knicks, Jets etc. podcast. As always, I'm joined by Alex, the man who keeps me keeps me alive during these trying times. I ne- <laughs> what's up, man? <laughs> what's good, John? How are you doing today, my guy? Everything good? Oh, man, I'm good. I'm good. New Year's coming through. We got a new new, new Jets regime coming. The Knicks are two and two. Everything's fantastic at the moment, man. Dude, everything's uh, beautiful. <laughs> what, what's what, what could be better? We have the
1: Knicks. We have vaccines Knicks coming. In. Oh, my God. We got a vaccine coming. We got the Knicks on a two-game winning streak. We got the Jets on a two-game winning streak. And we got a new year on the way, 2021. Hopefully, it's better than what we had for this year. Uh, So, a lot to look
0: forward to, I guess. I mean, honestly, while we're here, I mean, let's just get get right to it. We're going to leave it for later. Let's just get right to it. So, we got uh, Craig Carton, who's um, back on the radio um, for New York, WFAN. Broke some news uh, earlier this week that Adam Gase has been notified that he will be let go after the game uh, on Sunday versus the Pats. We all knew he was coming Black Black Monday. Um, there's been some speculation, some nervous people like Alex who are terrified that the Jets might – "Quote unquote," jet and keep Gase if he like wins a couple games or something, some nonsense. So that was a little bit of a, you know, of a relief. Um, On the other side of that, we have Gase coming out today on his press conference on Wednesday, talking about how he has not been notified uh, about any of this. So he's denying the report, and of course. You have on, 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 the under, on the underside of all of this, we're, we're playing the New England Patriots, and Bill Belichick is out here talking about how Adam Gase is the best coach and how the rumors are that he's going to hire him for his offensive coordinator once Josh McDaniels uh, inevitably gets his head coaching job this year. So, Alex, like, what, what's going on, man? Like, just, like, break, break that down for us. or Or the other – the other alternative
1: was that Josh McDaniels would uh, take Adam Gase as his uh, offensive coordinator. So That's a disaster. First of all, I would lo- I would pay money to watch Josh McDaniels and Adam Gase like, coach an offensive team because I remember those Denver Broncos <laughs> when he took Tim Tebow. That was just god-awful. Please throw Adam Gase back in there, and we can just watch the most terrible, horrendous, ugliest form of football uh and laugh about it it'd be great that's just that that would just make me happier but look uh, uh to get to the news uh the carton broke that jets have already informed adam Gase that he's being released um of course he's going to deny it why would he even acknowledge it right now he's got one more game to focus on makes sense that he would just deny it in adam Gase fashion just be like i don't know what you're talking about it's like sure he didn't know that there's was conflict between him and Le'Veon Bell. And sure that, you know, the offense is just running smoothly and that everything's going great or there's nothing wrong with him and Greg Williams. Or yeah, sure. Let's just, let's also talk about, uh, how everything with Jamal Adams, how he wanted to retain him and everything was going to be squared away. They had a good talk. Uh, should I just keep going down the list of like everything that he said was just
0: hunky dory? Like, no, that, no, just I, want to I, I think, George. no, I think, no, no, I think you're right. And I, I, I think there's an underlying point here. He he's 0 three versus the Pats uh, as a New York Jets head coach. Like that's part of that's part of the resume um, when you um, when you go talk and you have your interviews. They they they're gonna ask you about your you know the head of the division and how you did against them, especially on the year of Cam Newton with the Pats. So he's probably looking for his one win. I, I I'm actually with you. I think he's uh, leaning on the motivation part. Um, he has nothing to lose, and it's so funny. Uh, I thought you were about to hit it in the beginning. We are going to be paying Adam Gase, and I I hope to God that he actually does go to the Patriots and like everybody like we call Belichick's bluff, and he takes him and like he wants to be this genius with Adam Gase as offensive coordinator in New England, and we pay for him. Like I know that's what I know that's what it's all about, right? It's like oh, I'm going to make the Jets pay for my offensive coordinator who's going to be doing homework for me. You know what I mean? Like that's like that's I feel like how it is. Um, especially with these two organizations where they cut and buy, you know, each other's players uh, all the time. So I I would love, love, love to see that. Would that bother you at all if uh, Adam Gase is uh, in New England or would you actually be happy or would you be kind of like worried that, you know, what if he starts doing well and then it's kind of like on you? If Gase is doing well, it's
1: more so because Bill Belichick has groomed him to be better. And that's the case Kudos for him. I could really care less what happens to Adam Gates. I worry about this team. I don't care what the Patriots do. You know, this is not uh the old Patriots of like Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and even if it was, right? The job is to be better than your opponent and to beat them. So they just got to focus on themselves. You know, Joe Douglas has to focus on finding the next head coach that can just lead this team and really develop talent here. here. Is just worry about us, man. Can't worry about the division. Look, you got once you can just compete and be a good team that's all that matters that's all that matters you can't worry about what everyone else is doing so not really could care less what uh Adam Gase and Bill Belichick do out in uh New England
0: let's go let's go i love that attitude let's go it's about us all right alex and honestly about us let me tell you something dude like that jets browns game like they, they that was the best football i've seen in so long and honestly they, they put together i mean I, i'm like, i don't like, know should i whisper this They put together some good games, man. Like think about how well they played against the Raiders and the Rams and the Browns. Like we're playing good football, dude. We are playing good football. I wouldn't say I,
1: you know, watching the game tape again, I'm not as ecstatic about the Browns win as I was about the uh, Rams win, just because I think the Rams was more of a complete game all around. Uh, Offensively, Darnold was really sharp against the Rams. Browns, he got some lucky passes that were not intercepted. Uh, Honestly, and honestly, there were some like wide receivers that were just like dropping some balls here and there. But overall, it was a good game. And defensively is really where I have to put it up.
0: Listen, Mr. Statman, Mr. Bring Up Sam Donald's stats every week. All right. He was 16 for 32, 175 yards and two touchdowns. All right. I have no interceptions. What do you want? And he would have got the third touchdown. But my boy Jameson Crowder threw it. So if you're going to be Man, be Man.
1: I am all happy with the stats, all right? I'm not, I'm not even just going with the stats. I'm just going from, like, the eye test from, uh, from what I was seeing. I'm not even, like, thinking about uh, the stats in all honesty because, look, man, there were some plays, especially when it came down to the third and fourth quarter, that were a little questionable, and I would like him to be a little bit more composed if I'm going to keep it fair on how I want to grade Darnold myself. But at the end of the day, he played really well, okay? He made. He got the two touchdowns. 50% of his passes were, uh, were completed. So there's nothing – you know, he played a good game. They were on target for the most part. There's nothing I can say about, about Darnold, but I know it's the big question about everybody. I know that's what's on everyone's mind. So we just got to bring it up first because I know that's what everyone's thinking about when it comes to the New York Jets. How are we evaluating Sam Darnold? Are we going to draft a quarterback? Are we going to draft uh, – the mormon mahomes apparently that's really attraction and i'm
0: just disgusted by this no, um, yeah we won't even let's not even get to that we'll we'll get to all that later because like I, that like literally makes my stomach hurt so like why don't we talk about like yo, seven carries for 20 yards for sam darnold too that was a pretty good game dude he's he, ha- dude, he has legs
1: he has legs and this is where it's like we really have like as of right now, based on the coaching that he's has, we have a poor man's Josh Allen. Did you see how he just trucked over? I forget who the Browns linebacker. is. It is a beast. He Dude got is the a first beast. down. He just leveled the shoulder of the linebacker's Just like, and you're just like, oh
0: man. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm he, I'm I'm so I'm so excited to have a real head. Like, think about it, man. He's never ever had a head coach. And, or, offensive coordinator that, that were good, okay? And, on top of that, he's never actually, like, physically had a quarterback's coach. Like, not even metaphorically bad. Like, never actually, there was actually nobody, like, it fulfilled the position, like, oh, yeah. a quarterback's coach. It's insane, dude. It's like, that's insane. Um, oh, it is frustrating. It frustrates me so much that we're even talking about how Sam Darnold is the poor man's Josh Allen. Like that, even that statement drives me nuts, and it's warranted, right? Like because that's what it is. But like, oh my god, like that is just that. What weirds me out? It,
1: it is, but the thing is, like, so he went against his draft class buddy, right? He went against Baker Mayfield, and. I want to bring up Baker Mayfield for a second because Baker Mayfield has been playing pretty well so far, especially after OBJ went down. And um last year everyone was just down on Baker. Everyone's like, this kid's a bust, he sucks, he couldn't do anything right. You know, he had some tough times during his first year, too. But yo, yeah, he's leading a 10 and five Browns team. No one saw the Browns getting 10 wins this season, regardless if they make the playoffs or not. That's just a huge step forward for him. And what happened? Oh, that's right. He didn't have Freddie Kitchens, who was a terrible coach. He actually got Kevin Stefanski, who what, – whatever you want to say about him, like, he's, I'm not saying he's the greatest coach. But he has a guy who understands offense and knows how to develop a quarterback, all right? Big – just big component. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. just to make him average or above average, I should say. He's above average at this point for his career. And that's all that's needed. And that's all Sam Darnold needs. That's all – it just comes back to coaching, OK? And I'm going to take it outside for a second because it really irks me when I just see, like, everyone just so down on Darnold. If you watch the New York Knicks where I, where talent really in basketball is the most key component, we just saw Julius Randle, if you're a Knicks fan out there, really just do a 180 this season so far in the first four games. Some of you could say that's early. Fine, fair. But within the first four games, the dude's playing out of his mind. And that's coaching, okay? That's in the NBA where talent really, like, when you think about LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Damian Lillard, like those guys had good coaches to develop them, but that talent talent just takes it to another level in the NBA. Football, yep. we're talking about a 253-man roster. Everyone has to do their job. Imagine if you just had a good coach, man. Imagine yep. what coaching does. Oh,
0: I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I cannot wait for a new head coach like that is hired by Joe Douglas. But, uh, well, let's, let's savor that for a little bit. Let's – uh. Let's give a shout-out to Hall of Famer Frank Gore, another Hall of Famer who, like, honestly, it's pretty cool, like, these Hall of Famers keep coming and, like, touching the Jets right before they leave. It really is cool, like, even Favre, even though that was a, I mean, that was a great year. I remember being at those games, and halfway through, he tore his bicep, didn't tell anyone, but that was cool. Like, we had Tomlinson that dropped by. Like, we always have these, like, you know, big, like, even Bart Scott, I know he stayed for a while, and he was actually impactful, but, like... You know, we always kind of like have these like big names that just like stop by. So, shout out to Frank Gore. He's he's going to be out for uh for the rest of the year. And we also got P. Ryan out uh with COVID. So, it looks like uh this week starting running back is going to be uh Ty Johnson, who last time he was in and got a bunch of carries, uh did pretty well. Yeah, guess his favorite, right? <laughs> yeah, man, he's so mad that he has to play Ty Johnson this week. Um yeah,
1: so it looks like we're going to have Ty Johnson starting this week and I Fine with that. I like the way Ty has been playing for us, especially down the stretch of the season. So there should be a good. We should expect a good, solid game, especially against the Patriots. Well, missing eight guys, Patriots are just downright horrendous this season, which is you just love to see it. So my God, but I, I'm look, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what Ty Johnson can do in the last game of the season. But what's John? What's what's actually like? I, you know, like I, before I even start talking about the Jets Browns game, you. True. Salute to Frank Gore for coming through and, and putting in the work, trying to being a true leader. It was not easy this season, um, especially with the losing season and whatnot. And, you know, I think there's rumors that this is him retiring. Right. So if it is. Congratulations on a wonderful career, Frank Gore. You've done an amazing job. I remember you out in San Fran just killing it. I always loved watching the matchup of just the running game between uh, you and Marshawn Lynch, between the 49ers and the Seahawks. That was always a classic showdown. Those are two like true grinded-out defensive, ground-and-pound teams. Like Really loved it. Thank you for coming through to the New York Jets, and thank you for trying to be a leader of the season. Really kudos to you. Um, But, John... Even though we're not going to have Frank Gore, we're not going to have well, Michael P. Ryan. We're going to have Ty Johnson. Let's, let's, before we even get into the Jets-Patriots, let's take a look at what we did for the Jets versus Browns. So I'm going to start. Off, I'm gonna kick it off with you, my guy. What did you think about this game? I know you said you like what you saw on both sides of the ball, but let's start with the offense and let's hear what you have to what, what you have to say.
0: Yeah, uh, specifically with the offense, dude, our guards play pretty well. Pat alphine or however you pronounce his last name, he had a game, dude. Like, we were we, we were playing pretty well, and I know in our preview of this game we were talking about how we were excited about uh, the matchup with Beckton and with Font, really, against, uh, you know, the pretty hard rush for the Browns, and honestly, they they gave us a pretty hard time. Um, so I, I was impressed with um, the fact that we are able to, like, we didn't have an amazing running game, you know what I mean? Like, he had Frank Ward 14 yards for a uh, – uh, 14 carries, 48 yards. Like he didn't do well. You know what I mean? Piran at 30 yards. Um, but we, I, I feel like we actually moved the ball. We protected Sam pretty well. It was like a nice gritty game, dude. And how, how can you not talk about Jameson Crowder, right? Like seven catches, like over 90 yards. He caught a touchdown, threw a touchdown. Herndon's alive. Like I am so excited for Herndon, man. Like he's he's alive. Uh, I know Ryan Griffin is uh, just got activated this week. Uh, the tight end so I think like Herndon might actually solidify a spot on this team and I'm excited about that but yo good old Braxton yo good old Braxton Berrios coming he's a great yo he's so gritty and he's one of the opposite Patriots guys that that he was on the Patriots got got drafted by them and now he's on our team and he's actually panning out I think he's, he's becoming like a like a low-key fan favorite of mine <laughs> I I I don't know how you can't like
1: Barrios, man. Barrios is awesome. Um I love his grit. Dude, he had 3 catches on 3 targets for 60 yards for, and a touchdown. Dude, what more could you ask from the dude? He he's tough, man. He runs straight forward. He's not afraid of contact, and he's not like any big, you know, overpowering guy and he he's willing to throw his body in there and get as many yards and he's usually there to get the first down like he he'll it I love it like I really do love what he's showing um overall like for the offense for me man I I agree with everything that you just said I think starting with Sam Darnold, getting to a lot of his guys a lot of them were like drop passes on the receivers part a lot of on, on the money passes just like the fade that he had to Mims it was right there in the bread basket but just got tipped uh you had so there were so many passes man that could have been caught in The receivers just couldn't haul it in. But wide receiver-wise, like, Jameson Crowder's a beast, you know. (laughs) Got it. He received a touchdown, and he threw a touchdown. Chris Herndon, he said, he's starting to show up late into the season. Uh, Got a touchdown himself from a nice bullet from uh, Sam Darnold. He was just wide open in the end zone, no one on him. And Sam made the fast, quick read to get it to him. And then Barrios, like I said, on the trick play, was able to get uh, that a uh, reception from Crowder, just phenomenal, man. Just phenomenal game all around offensively, for uh, for these guys, for these for our wide receiver crew. Running, running, not so much. Um, you know, we only totaled 131 yards between all of our running backs, so it was just a slugfest on the ground. But you expected that because the front seven for the Browns is very, it's overpowering. Um, I was actually impressed with Beckton. I know it wasn't necessarily the greatest, but he did a good job just containing Miles Garrett, which is like truly, that is the testament to how good you are because I think personally, I don't know how you feel, but I think he's way better than Bosa's. I think he's way, I think he's the best D end. I don't know in, in the NFL just for what he can do. I think he's better than Donald, Donald personally, just because he overpowers people and could
0: just be I mean, he's, 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 he's a different position than Aaron Donald. He's definitely not better than Donald, but I, he, he, he's definitely top five conversation. Like, the Bostos are there. Garrett is there. Like Von healthy Von Miller is there. Like there's there's guys. There's guys around. Chase Chase is there. Honestly, he's he's been a beast. Um, but yeah, he Be- Beckton, Beckton played well, and he continues to play well. And I am so excited to give him a squad next to, for him to play around uh, with next year. But before we get into that, dude, how is the how is the defense in your eyes? I mean. We we, we a yeah, pretty good pretty good game plan. How's the defense? I actually like the
1: defense, the de- especially for the running game, dude. We stopped the Browns to forty five yards. Like
0: that's amazing. You know, like between Nick, you know Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, no one's talking about that. You know. Well, okay. Well, so we can't bury the lead, right? the The entire wide receiver room for the Browns uh, was given the close contact COVID uh, red card. And sure. so be, they weren't allowed to play. So they were literally going with like, no, like no legit, no wide receivers. So the game plan that both sides knew was going to be that the Browns are going to run the ball and the Jets are going to, you know, game plan against that. And to be honest with you, dude, Fatou Kassi and Nathan Shepard, yeah. our two draft picks are actually unreal on the line. Like, they're unreal. And when Q Will – like, with Q Will, like, that, those three are, like it, – it, they're perfect. Like, I don't know how else to describe it.
1: Yeah, man, but don't also, like – don't forget uh, John Franklin Myers. Franklin
0: Myers, baby. I know, I know, I know, I know. He played yeah. well. He
1: played well. He had a fumble recovery. He had two QB hits. Like, he was getting back there and causing some havoc. But I agree. fatukasi. Uh, even Bashman was doing some solid work as well. Um, Luvu was is always always causing uh causing havoc, you know. And even though the Browns were without some of their wide receivers, they did have Austin Hooper, like their main tight
0: end, um, like well, one of their. Dude, main that's tightens. like that, That's like. Well, I mean, we're gonna get into that on a different pod at a different time, but. Holy hell, Alex, if we don't get a linebacker that can guard a tight end, I'm good. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to go nuts because like it has been feast like an absolute feast for every. If you are if you have a pulse and you're a tight end and you're playing the Jets like you're gonna about to go off, dude, like all your incentives are about to hit that week.
1: Yeah, for sure. And to think that was between Austin Hooper and David Njoku who were both out there. So they had both their tight ends, which is why like, you know, even for that's why I was still impressed because they could have utilized those guys heavily because those are your two top pass catchers at that point without Landry, without OBJ, you know, and the fact that we still and you could just game plan around just getting the tight ends open. And I mean, that's what they did. Like Hooper was targeted 15 times. Like my goodness gracious! Uh, shockingly, they didn't get Njoku involved as much because I don't know. That's another beast of a tight end that you could have. But that's where that's where I'm trying to say. Like they know you can kill us with the tight end, and we still stop the run game too, right? So that's what was still impressive. Like to just shut it down completely is against two. Like we're talking about two. Like Nick Chubb is probably a top ten running back. Kareem Hunt was a top ten running back. Now he's just a change of pace.
0: Alternative back, whatever you want to consider him. So I, yeah. that's why what's impressive for me. Yeah, Zoniga even got a tackle, dude. Our uh, our rookie g- g- getting in there this week. But yo, I'm so impressed with our DBs, dude. I know we're talking about it yes. every week. Yes. I, I love them, dude. I know, like I know, I know it's the backups, but like Bless had a great game. Bryce mm-hmm. Hall is absolutely am- like Bryce Hall, man. Oh, I love you, dude. I'm so happy we were right about him. Like, I love, I just love him so much. I hope he stays healthy. Uh, Bless Austin, like, he, you're okay. You can stay for like, you know, on the cheap. Mollet, like, you could also stay, maybe, whatever. Like, they're, but they're, they're decent, dude. They're not, they're like, they're not laughable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're really not.
1: Not at all. And I like the way Bryce Hall was playing, uh, in particular. Mollet had some key tackles as well as well as blessed Austin. Look, they're not, they're not guys who are going to shut you down. They are going to give up the pass. You know, um, a lot of these were underneath routes, so it's fine. Uh, the the big concern is when it comes to deep, but they haven't really given up a deep, deep pass yet. Um, but they've been doing a solid job and I like it. And the good thing is that they're really good tacklers, you know, that between all of them, uh, especially like Bryce Hall, Bryce Hall was just in there every single time, just making sure that he got a tackle. Uh, I like it. So, Kudos to them. Yeah, and for we, haven't, and we haven't. We haven't
0: everybody. run. A, yeah, we haven't run. A, we haven't run a, a Cover Zero Blitz yet. <laughs>
1: no, we have not. But dude, we can't. We can't forget our guy Marcus Money May because he he he's so good, man. He's so. Good.
0: At this point, think, at this point, yeah, at this point, just like paying the contract, giving the C, and we don't have to talk about him anymore. He's just like he's just going to be that guy that he's he's like he's past that. You know, he, him and Q will. It's going to be past that where it's going to be like. The Rams don't talk about how good Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey are. Like, all they do is talk about everybody else and, like, how they have to perform. You know what I mean? On the defense. Like, they, like, that's how it has to be with Q, with Q Will and with Marcus May. Like, this is, those two guys are there. No problem. Like, it's just solidified.
1: Facts, facts, facts. Nothing but facts. Um, I agree. So overall, like, I like that. I like the way that we saw what we saw from both sides of the ball this game. Defense was probably the most impressive thing to me outside of, uh, outside of the offense. Just because uh, you know, I wish I could have seen the receivers catch a little bit more, but still, regardless. They did they did a good job to secure the win. I think the only thing I have a little complaint about is that the fourth quarter they start to let up as a whole, as a unit. Couldn't really move the ball. Defense was allowing, was getting some ticky-tacky foul uh penalties, whether it was pass interference, holding. Can't be doing that, man. Just can't you can't you can't be doing that like late, late into the game where you're just giving up that type of uh those type of yards it's just it's not that's how you lose games and they were close to losing games man but you know shout out to Basham for forcing that fumble on Baker in the fourth to really help secure the game so you know that that, that's really all I have to say uh, uh from the player's standpoint I will say this from an offensive standpoint the second half uh you know i i know this guy's out the door but i, I just really have to say how much i dislike this offensive game plan because it was so stale man which is why we weren't able to move the ball like honestly it was just the same thing over and over i know he's i know he's out the door at this point but i i just have to say it it, it was it was fine in the first half second half it, it they just looked so limited and it was just a little irritating
0: Yeah, uh, there was definitely some motivation, you can tell, uh, with the Browns, especially because they were being like the the playoff killers. Like, we really are playoff killers, like for the Rams um, and for the Browns. Um, And we kind of maybe have stopped them. So they definitely had motivation there. They had their pride there. But let's get into this week, dude. We got week 17 versus the Patriots. And, like, uh, unbeknownst to... You know, the NFL and the whole world. Guess what? This game is completely meaningless for both teams, dude. For both teams. What's up, guys? Welcome, New England. Welcome to hell, baby. What's up?
1: <laughs>
0: this is what it means to
1: not play meaningful football in week 17 or wait, or the fourth quarter of the season. Uh, but hear me here.
0: You. But hear me here, Alex. Hear me here. I do think this is a very meaningful game for the Jets because he like he, he, like if if we are to believe our boy Craig Carton like Adam Gate like the the management the ownership has finally decided like it's over and why have they finally decided that it's over because you know we we did the browns we did the rams like the week 17s here it's kind of we're kind of like packing it up but it's really Joe Douglas season man and like we had such a good draft Last year, and we have so many picks this year, and we're going to get into what we want to do with the second pick and how we want to keep Donald. We'll talk about all that later. But forget all that. Just from a Week 17 perspective, think about this, dude. Van Roen and Alex Lewis are two guards who are signed to be our starting offensive guards this year. Guess what, man? Guess what? They're healthy. Just in time, baby. They're like good timing, huh? So... uh so Josh Andrews, our right guard, who we signed this year, who's like a depth guy that Joe Douglas had signed. He's like the worst guard I've ever seen in my life, and I and I'm not an offensive line specialist, and I'm telling you, I, I cannot watch him. Um, so he's out, and we actually have Alex Lewis in. He had if we cut him, he's 14 million in savings and 1.6 million in dead cap. But he's been really good, dude. He was really good when healthy this year. If you remember, as our left guard, he was pretty solid. On the other hand, we have Van Roten, right? He's the, he's like the jersey kid who was like grew up a Jets fan. Uh he was the, he was the guy that was all mad at us for uh for like at the Jets fan base for like, you know, for wanting losses, etc. um during uh, the Raiders game. He is a potential cut uh with 7 million in saving and zero dead cap. And we're going to get into all that because, of course, we're going to be drafting guards. Um, but it's an interesting game for those guys, right? So we have we actually have a full offensive line, and you you, you better believe Joe Douglas is going to be watching that, especially for depth, right? Like seven million dollars is not a big deal. We have a lot of we have a lot of space. You know what I mean? I, 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 like they they are actually playing for their job. So it, maybe it's not maybe it's meaningless for us, but at least um, for the offensive line and the quarterback right like the and even Ty Johnson, right? Ty Johnson is our uh, is our only running back this week. That that looks like he's going to be healthy. So, there is some meaningful stuff at least on the offense.
1: For sure. Uh especially I think more so for Ty Johnson. Alex Lewis, as you said, he was solid when he did play uh for Van Roten. Um yeah, I guess the question for you is what did you think of his play the entire season?
0: Van Rowan? Yeah. I mean, the, the I mean, the, the the guards were so they were never t- like the offensive line was never all healthy together, so it's hard to judge it. But like at the same time, it's the same line that wasn't healthy for Beckton and he was doing fine with his assignments. You know what I mean? But of course, the interior line is different. But like when the, when the when the right tackle is doing it was is not is doing horrible when Font isn't in, right? And we had Idoga on the right or someone else on the right. He was bad and therefore the right guard was bad. You know what I mean? The sense, you know, McGovern wasn't always on his stuff at center. You know what I mean? So it, it's really hard to judge. It was so easy to judge Andrews at right guard for me because he was just obvious. You know what I mean? Like it was literally yeah. obvious. Um, and then, you know, maybe that's a testament to why Alex Lewis was so good and why Pat Alfie is playing so good is because they have Beckton right next to him and he's sm- he smushed in between McGovern.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. And my question for you is that for Van Roten, if he's not going to cost anything on dead cap, then
0: he's out of here. Easy, he's out of here. He really is out of
1: here. It's easy to, it's easy to upgrade at that position then, especially if you like someone in the draft and I'm pretty sure he's closer to the around the age of 30, right? Like you can get Wyman that can last for another 5 years like up to the 30 up to 35, but if you're trying to build for a quarterback, you're not trying to think about five years. You're trying to think about now. So maybe you want a guy who's younger, like 22, 23, start moving along the lines of that direction and really getting a line that's you know going to be for as a unit for a very long time, right?
0: Yeah, and we have one of those, man. And we have one of those guys that we still haven't seen yet, our boy Cam Clark, who uh, Duke Mayweather, uh, the offensive line specialist, um, who you know we interact with uh, on social media. He um, told us he's actually he's actually one of Beckton's uh, offseason trainers as well. He told us that Cam Clark could play any of the five positions on the offensive line for the Jets and he's really valuable. So if Cam Clark, if we could stick him, if we could stick him into the right guard, you know what I'm saying instead of instead of a Van Roten, I, I, like give me that, you know what I mean? And and they said he wasn't ready this year, so I'm really excited for him to have a full off season. And so yeah, I agree with you, man. I think Van roten has gone. I do think Alex Lewis is going to stay though, and I won't be surprised if he starts. Honestly, I left I left guard next year. I'm not, I'm really not going to be too shocked about it. I wouldn't be surprised about Alex Lewis either. Didn't he signed a three year contract?
1: He got a he got a he got a pretty d- solid deal from Douglas. So.
0: I'd expect him to be around for one more year and then. Yeah, but he's how- only, he's only a year. He's only 1.5 million in dead cap, the same amount of money of dead cap that like Ryan Griffin's going to be. And I'm pretty sure we're going to cut him. You know what I mean? So it's, it's not that crazy, but I do think that he's valuable enough and he's boys with Joe Douglas. So, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think if, even if we do get a, an elite left guard, like it'd be advantageous to keep him as depth. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with him
1: uh, getting, you know, keeping him for depth. It's just thinking like when it comes down to football, right, and thinking about how these decisions are made, it's like, can we upgrade for a talent right now that we want to replace? And how much is it going to cost for dead? How much is the cap going to hinder us, especially if it, you know, especially when it's dead money? So for Alex Lewis, right, like I said, he has a three year contract. He already played out one this year. His base salary next year is 5.8. And then the following year will be six, but the dead cap for follow- the next season is 1.6. After that, it's 800, 800,000, like 833,000 to if we're starting to get close to the number. So I could see him being around for one more year. Um, you know, if we want to keep him in like, depending on who we draft, if it is a lineman, you know, we'll get more into that during the offseason coverage for us when we start really deep diving by position and talking about who we like as picks, but. Look, I think I think I would be in agreement with you as of right now that I think he's going to be around for next season, though. So expect him to come yeah. back.
0: Yeah, for sure. Is there any, is there anything else on the uh, on the offense that you're looking for? Of course, Darnold. Look, like we said Ty Johnson. Uh, of course, like, Mim had no catches this week. I know you mentioned um, the drop. He,
1: yeah, I know he had no catches. Um, I guess what I would love and all of the fans would love is just for our, our young guy to get a touchdown, man. It's the last game of the season. Can we get this man a to touchdown? Just like, let's do it against the Patriots. You know, one of our greatest nemesis is, uh, let's just do it, man. Let's just, like, let's just get him something to end the season, like, on a decent note, I guess. Like, it's not great because it's a losing season. Um, but, that's the only thing I want to see. I want to see Hernan do well is uh continue his production, see make sure that he's involved in the offense. I want to see uh I, I guess the last person I would want to see is like how I don't know. Actually that's pretty much it, to be honest. There's there's not there's no one really else like Darnold Darnold Mims, see how Ty Johnson does. Obviously backed in because you're worried about how our young guys are doing. Uh Barrios is kind of like Solidify what he is at this point. Crowder, we know what we're getting out of Crowder. I don't really care about Perryman. I honestly think we can upgrade at that in the draft this upcoming please, season. So please God. Don't don't need him. I don't like nothing against him. I just dude, you can go find another team to be a part of. Uh Herndon, you know, we got we we got we got Ryan Griffin for another two more seasons, so I
0: hope not, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, so serious, yeah, I but. I agree I agree. Oh yeah, for now, um, I, I I agree. Uh, it's really it's really it's really all about watching this Jets team take it to Bill Belichick, honestly, because they're plus three in this game, they're underdogs, and I really think that the Jets are going to kill this Patriots team. I think we're going to come out pretty motivated. I Think Gates wants to win this game. I think the Jets want to win this game as kind of their quote unquote. Super Bowl, like Rex Ryan called it when he played, you know, when he's on the Bills and was, you know, beating the Jets. But at least that was for something. This is for nothing. This is just for pride. And I and I I really do think that they're gonna they're gonna play pretty well against them. And to be honest with you, the this Patriots team has given up on Bill Belichick, I and mean, it's kind of fun to watch. Makes me kind of smile <laughs> from ear to ear.
1: It's great to see, right? And you know, we're solidified at the number two overall SWAT at this point. So what's Let's just win, man. Let's just go out on a note. Win, is being three game win streak,
0: baby. Three game win streak, baby. I hope Gase goes into like his next interview with that, like, oh, my last job ended a three game win streak. I don't know why I got fired. We're just getting it together.
1: Look, man. Do you notice how I end every year on a winning record? Look, man. Last season six and two. This one three and zero. Man, look, I had no loss in the last three.
0: Killing it, yeah, killing it.
1: Oh my god, please. That's when he puts it in hyperdrive. Really does put it in hyperdrive, right? Um But yeah, I got nothing else, man. I mean, for the offensive side, for the defensive side, I we don't we don't have Q will.
0: I don't I don't know if we will. There's so him. many dude. No, no, Q Will's out for Q will's IR. Okay. But not only that, oh, he, he, there's okay. so many there's so many DNPs uh, as we're sitting here on Wednesday. doing our pra- like did not practices for non injury related reasons. I don't know what's happening in the <laughs> Jets facility right now. Are they getting days off for two game win streak? Uh, are, are they scared because of COVID because of P Ryan just got COVID? Like, I don't know what's happening. So we might have another COVID game for the jets going on. So definitely keep your eye on that too.
1: For sure. For sure. So, you know, defensively going back to it, guess, just watch how our corners do, you know, that's really an, our, our young, I hope, picks. I hope,
0: yeah, I hope Goodry plays. Watch Good Bryce game. Hall. Uh Molette is Mollet I don't know if Davis is in, but cause he wasn't in last week. Um definitely definitely look out for linebackers trying to get some uh, trying to get on the death chart next week. I think the uh, next year. I think molette is probably trying to stay on the depth chart as well. That's probably a good one. Okay. Yeah,
1: that's it. And uh you know we gotta watch out for
0: And shout out I, to Braden be... Man, dude. Yes, let's go! Let's <laughs> go.
1: I was going that direction. I was about to say. I gotta give a shout out to your guy who you called at the beginning of the season on this pod when we started, August fourth. My man John Malika said our best player is probably gonna be Brandon Man, and you did <laughs> you did not disappoint, my guy.
0: Brandon Man, baby, Brandon Man. Like he is like he's our savior. But yo, get Sam Ficken out of my face, dude. I am. I, I, if we don't get a kicker next year, I'm gonna be so mad. We have not had a kicker in so long. I Wait, love watching we, Nick Folk miss for, for I love watching Nick Folk miss for the Patriots. That makes me happy.
1: But, yo, can I just have a kicker? But we did have Jason Myers, bro. That was not too long ago, and then we
0: just we just needed to resign him, bro. We got Joey D now. We got the OG Joey D. OG Joey D, baby. Just say that. Just keep saying that in your head. Think about this draft class. Think about this draft class, Alex.
1: Sounds good to me. But I got nothing else to talk about for this uh This jet segment. What about you, my guy?
0: No, that's it, dude. I'm actually so excited for. I'm. I'm like, call me dumb, call me naive. I'm so excited. This season ended on such a high note. Um, It feels so weird to me, like. like, it is a high note that Gase is leaving. It is a high note that we're about to sign Marcus May. Like, it is a high note that the entire draft class is killing. You know what I mean? It is a high note that Q Will is, like, on track to be an all-star, like, an all-pro. It 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 You know, it, it feels good to me that we have the number two pick with with a quote-unquote quarterback draft and we have a quarterback. And I hope Joe Douglas knows we have a quarterback. And it's also exciting that, like, we're about to get a new head coach, dude. Like, a real head coach chosen by a real general manager. So... Like I'm just excited for the end of the season, and really, like let's let's call spade a spade. Our favorite part of the Jets, like, might give or take one year in the last like decade and a half is the off season. Like this is our favorite part. So like I'm just I'm kind of hyped. I'm kind of hyped for it to to get it rolling.
1: All right, all right, nice. Yeah, I I I mean this is going to be our this is it. And I'm agreeing, agreeing with you, man. Hopefully we can get the win against the Patriots just to end it on a. On a high note, now that Bill Belichick can't really ruin our party, you know, there's nothing to lose at this point. So let's just go on there and let's go win. And with that, everyone, let's move on to uh,
0: our Etcetera segment. But let's take a quick break first. And we're back, Alex, with another Etcetera portion. The last full slate of the NFL. It's been Beautiful. It's been great. We're about to get into the primetime only playoff games where the lines are going to be tight and the public's going to be betting on them hard. So, this is it. This is your last week. We got playoff implications up and down here, but none worse, man, than the NFC Least, dude. Oh, my God. I tell you, I told you at the beginning
1: of the season, this is the division I hate the most because for. It's, it's, you just never know. There's, there's no consistency in this division. I wouldn't be surprised if there's not been one year. Actually, there probably has been, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if there's been not one year where the same team has won the division consistently back to back years. I don't know. I got,
0: I'd have to look into that, but. It's – I just hate this division, man. I really just hate this that. I think there there has, but they are frustrating, especially when Eli wins uh, as a wild card and goes into Green Bay with uh, Tomlin's red face. But anyway, (laughs) we got the 1 o'clock Dallas at Giants. Yep. Giants are plus one and a half underdogs. I got the Giants in this game. I think the Giants are going to show up. Joe Judge, gritty game. Dallas stinks. What do you got? I agree with you 100. I think the Giants are yeah. going to do it.
1: This is the chance for the New York Giants to be the New York Giants to be that underdog team, make it the wild card, and somehow oh. make the wild card. So uh, it's not it, the wild card. It, 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 it's for division. It's for division. Sorry. Yeah, the division, division. Yeah, it's division. It's division.
0: It's for the division. You are correct. Um- but that means. But that means. But that means that you think. That Philly, you're jumping straight to our Sunday night matchup, which is the Washington football team at Philly. And Philly is plus one and a half, the same exact odds as the Giants sitting at home versus Washington. So you like Philly to win that game as well. Because in that scenario, in order for the Giants to win the division, the Giants have to win and Philly has to win.
1: Yeah, I like – so here's my thing with the Giants. Giants actually have – I think they're a team that can just get motivated in this, and that can come together. It, they've always been that team that just circles around just – They don't what circle the wagons, bro. They don't circle the wagons. It's not circling the wa- wagons, but they just cir- they just come together. They 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 come together. They circle – they make that huddle around each other, and they just have this like collective agreement like, all right, we got to do this just to make some noise because we are the New York Giants, just like what they did in the 07 playoffs. And just like what they did in the 2011 playoffs, and I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, but they just want to come. They just come together and just start making some noise um, for the Eagles. Since let's just jump into this because we have to just get through the NFC least for the Eagles. I think they have a good shot. One, because. The re- the oh, I about to say, I was about to say the R word. The Washington FCC, FCC is going to be on us, Alex. I know, I know, I know. And, uh, sorry, everyone, if you, if you can't understand, uh, this is the first time in such a long time I've not had coffee today. And I usually have two cups a day and it's coffee withdrawal. And I'm just a little slow today, a little slow, a little slow.
0: So, 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 so you're not that slow because you're not on Taylor Hinky. So I think, I think you're okay, Alex. You're not on, cause Taylor T- 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 Hank is a quarterback for Washington. You're not with him. So I think, I think you're on pace. I think you're all right. I don't think you need to apologize.
1: And this, here's the other thing too. They just <laughs> they released Haskins. How are you, how are you going to tell me this team is going to come together and be like, Oh yeah, everything's fine here. Nothing to see here. Everything's okay. Uh, you can't, you can't sell me on that. And I'm not buying it. So I, I got the, I got the Eagles taking down, uh, the football team, which, and I think the Giants are going to win, which will then propel the Giants to win their division.
0: Okay, so I, I, I'm with you on the Giants for sure. And I definitely see the issue with having Hinky at quarterback. And I, I don't think you're crazy or thinking that Washington is now a dumpster fire. However, however... That Washington D line is pretty scary, dude. And I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to do a damn thing versus that team, to be honest with you. And especially with Chase Young hanging out there and he knows his boy, Jalen Hurts. Like, I, re- I just really don't think they're going to move the ball. And it's, I think Thomas Davis Sr. just uh, announced that he's going to retire after this game. Maybe, okay. you know, maybe, maybe, maybe he's got something in him. Um,. To win this game, and so if Washington wins, they're in the playoffs, aren't they? If Washington wins and the Giants win, Washington gets in, right? So they're ultra motivated, just as well. Washington
1: would get in. I just don't believe Washington with Hinky
0: to really go in there. I do, baby. I do, baby. Give me a Riverboat, Ron, and Hinky. I think. I, I think I'm on that. You're a wild man. You're. A I think wild. I'm on that, dude. That's a. That's a defense, dude you got to go with the defense, man. We're in playoff football. This is playoff football.
1: I, I get that, but, like, I don't know, man. You're
0: trusting a quarterback. How many times has Hinkie touched the field? Okay, I have a question. What is the downgrade from Haskins to Hinkie? What is the downgrade you're giving Washington? you Are going you even downgrading them? Because I'm giving them, even at best, I'd probably give a little bit of about a plus half to Hinkie. So I don't know what you're talking about. Give me Hinkie over Haskins. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> okay, <sighs> all right. So we're we we we're, we're, we're different on there, but I don't think we're going to be too different here. We got Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Some playoff implications for Cleveland. Nothing for Pittsburgh. They're giving uh, Big Ben a, a bye week, but a pretty interesting matchup here, man. Because we got Miles Garrett going against your boy Mason Rudolph. <laughs> uh, it's going to be uh, it might be a murder on the field this week. Um. We got minus ten Cleveland. Honestly, I, I, like, I, w- I would go with minus ten. I w- I, w- I wouldn't bet this game, but if you are, I would I would take the points there.
1: Yeah, give me give me Cleveland. Give me my, give me my sleeper team. I'm doing it, uh. Get, dude, Miles Garrett is gonna have a field day with Rudolph.
0: <laughs> Boy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we got we got we got potential other st- we got like other stinkers going on. We got Minnesota at Detroit. Don't even don't even look at that game. Uh, we got Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Just tune up for Tampa. I'm sure they'll do some stuff. Um, playoff implication game: Baltimore at Cincy. Baltimore is favored. Baltimore favored by two touchdowns. But guess what, man? Cincy's been pretty. has <laughs> been pretty gritty. Um, if you're betting this game as like a Baltimore has motivation, don't bet the thirteen, man. Take Cincy plus thirteen. Here's my thing. I, actually, I can see Cincy upsetting
1: because Cincy has somehow, you know, just think about that Steelers game that we witnessed. I think they can do the same thing for Baltimore. And if you want to talk about motivation, what would give them more motivation than stopping, stopping one of their divisional rivals from going to the playoffs? They have the chance right now to do so. Don't think it's going to be an easy one. So they're going to come out guns a blazing and try their best to slow down the Ravens and, you think they're going to win? Still, do I think the Bengals are going to win? No, I don't think
0: they're going <laughs> to oh, win. Oh, okay. All right. I I'm about to say, call calling yeah. me, giving me bold for it taking Washington. You're saying over taking Cincinnati to be Baltimore. They've been pretty hot recently. So you don't believe in Baltimore? Are they frauds?
1: Uh, I think Baltimore is going to win. Are they frauds?
0: <sighs> if they win and they're in the playoffs, are they going to win a playoff game? Yes, they'll win a playoff game. Ooh, that's going to be Lamar Jackson's first W. Yep. He's gonna that's, that that's, a, that's honestly a bold take because I, I don't think I'm going that route. But, yeah, I can see Baltimore getting in the playoffs, like you said, beating Cincy, not covering this game, and losing the first game of the playoffs. But we'll, we'll, we'll get down that road uh, when it shows up.
1: Okay. Sounds good to me. Um, but, yeah, I got Baltimore winning. So what other top game do we got that is pretty interesting? It, honestly, for me uh, – I'm looking at this, and I don't know if we have any more 1 o'clock games. I don't think we do. Um, I think we covered the mo- most important ones at
0: that point. Uh, I think mm-hmm. the, the next important one for the 4 interesting. The 425, it, is... Wait, interesting, uh, Interesting. Interesting. though, one thing about the 1 o'clock, we got the Miami at Buffalo. The game doesn't matter, but Governor Cuomo just announced that Buffalo Bills are going to have fan, about 6,500 fans allowed in the stadium uh, for mm-hmm. their first playoff game, um, and they haven't hosted a playoff game. So... I know some people up in Buffalo right now, there's um, there's a some sort of uh, season ticket lottery system and it goes by seniority, not a lottery system, it goes by seniority over your seniors and you're allowed to um, buy up to four tickets. So it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool thing they're Buffalo. doing up in Buffalo. Um, I'm kind of excited for a Buffalo game. I love to say that. I'm excited for a Buffalo Bills playoff game. I'm going to be rooting for them. I'm sorry. I just am. You like Josh Allen, that's why. I like Josh Allen. I just like the Bills. Like, also, like, to be honest with you, man, after going to um, that Fitzpatrick versus Bills game in Buffalo, I drove to that game when we had that week 17, two picks. Um, when Fitzpatrick was pointing at Decker, and then the DB was pointing at Decker, and we still threw the DB. I have no idea why, two times. I had a lot of fun in that game, man. And, like, I, like, like, this um, was with my girlfriend at the time. And like we we had, we had some drinks outside with the Bills, like we parked on some guy's lawn, some guy's lawn like had, had a fun time outside, like we were wearing our Jets jerseys, like it was freezing, we had a good time at the game, like it was just a fun time, you know what I mean? Um, so I, I, I have, I have a, the Bills have a special place in my heart, they don't, they're, obviously, obviously, obviously I hate them, but like they're, they're fun, you know what I mean? Like the Buffalo Bills are fun, like you, you don't hate them, you know? I, I get what you're like, saying. Like, I hate the Dolphins. I hate the Dolphins. You know what I mean? Like, like, like the Dolphins like, are nothing like them. Of course, the Patriots are evil. But, like, I, I hate the Dolphins. Ew. But, like, the Bills I mean, are fine. They the, can stay.
1: Here's the thing with the Bills, right? They're just like the Jets because the only difference is that we got a Super Bowl win. They don't. They've been to four. We've only been to one. We came out victorious. But for the last God knows how long, we've all, both been trash. Two teams from – New York, they've just been at the dumpster, so I get it. I get it.
0: Well, funny, but I get it. Yeah, but how about how about how about Jacksonville? I know you're about to get into the four four twenty five games, but uh, I'll start you off real quick. It could be uh, Philip Rivers' last football game. Jacksonville at Indy. But man, how is he going to pay for all those kids? <laughs> oh, Philly, <laughs> Philly <laughs> Rivers has some money. Don't worry. Don't you worry about him. Um.
1: I think this is going to be an interesting game for the Colts, in all honesty.
0: Uh, dude, cut, cut, they're, they're Cotton's Arrows out for, out for the year with the ankle surgery. Mm-hmm. Like, the Colts just should wrap this up and uh, call it a year. See, see you next time.
1: Yeah. One, I mean, two, three, dude, Cancun. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like, it doesn't matter if Jacksonville wins or not because they already solidified themselves for the first overall
0: pick. But um, Glennon's going for a backup you know. job there, dude. Glenn is yeah, playing for a backup job, and they have their backup running backs playing for backups to James Robinson. They, they, And they have a lot of wide receivers. Like, they're one of those teams that are also, like, if Marone – you know, if, if Marone is staying, um, as they said, then they have a reason to play hard because he's going to watch that film. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's going to be another week. Week 17 is just like week four. You know what I mean? doesn't matter to him.
1: Yeah, I mean, Indy needs to win in order to make the playoffs because everyone else has the – tiebreaker over them so they have to win outright this is going to be interesting man i don't know what Phil, this is honestly it's I, so
0: philip rivers to lose and uh, leave his career on this way like losing to the jacksonville jaguars that would be the most philip rivers way to end their career of all time
1: i mean it would also be philip rivers just to go into the playoffs and lose the first round or second round too so this wouldn't be a surprise either but i don't know man something te- something's telling me just go with I could see them winning, but I also see Tennessee winning. And it's not really saying much because the Jags are just not a good team. So You got Tennessee
0: covering seven and a half
1: versus Houston? Are we going to this game now? We're going to Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes,
0: I do. Yeah, you mentioned it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got Tennessee covering.
0: Cool. So, so so that's how you have the playoffs there gone because other, other than that no, no other games are really meaningful. Um besides the Arizona Rams game.
1: That game has a lot of implications. Yeah, um, Seattle is has locked in. However, uh you know, the Rams have Walford gone. <laughs> yeah. This this should be very interesting. I uh, it the it's just interesting to see who's going to make the NFC like wild card because, you know, what's locked in right now, you got the Packers, you got the Saints, you got the Seahawks, you got the Buccaneers. We already went through the NFC lease. That's just up for grabs. And at, at this point, it's just who gets the last two spots. And right now you have you have the Rams and you have. Your sweeper team, the
0: Chicago Bears, right now in the seventh spot. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk about them later. But I'm. I'm hoping we can use them later this off for us. But uh, yeah, I, do, do, do you think? Uh, do you think Aaron Rodgers is the MVP? Do I think Aaron Sp- Rodgers is the MVP? Yeah. Because oh, speaking man. of Green Bay and Chicago, I know. We'll, I know. I know uh, I'll. Get, we'll get back to this Rams game in a second. But you, you just mentioned Chicago. I don't
1: think Rodgers is really the MVP, man. really MVP. who is it? Mahomes? I think he, I guess it's just what? so hard, man.
0: No, give know. it to, no give it to Aaron Rodgers. You think you think it's hell Aaron yeah. Rodgers, man? Hell yeah, hell yeah. Give it to Aaron and don't give one damn vote to Russell Wilson. I, wa- I wanna I want to hear it next year too. Shout out to Ryan Russillo. Anyway, Arizona at the Rams. Rams are plus three with John Walford. Kyle Murray is hobbled, man. You don't like Aaron Donald. Shame on you. He's gonna kill this week. Kyle, you said that. What you said that, a slander. That, you said that Miles Garrett was better than Aaron Donald. That's tough. That's tough out here. That's slander. That's in just these my streets. opinion. That's it's my. That's opinion. slander in these streets. That's slander oh in these streets. My God,
1: that doesn't mean I hate the dude.
0: Jesus, <laughs> let's slow down. So we got Arizona. We got Arizona minus three. What do you think? Uh,
1: you got it's Arizona
0: minus three. Yeah, because we got John Walford at quarterback oh, for the Rams. Which I love. Yeah, I, I, I that makes me I, I, happy I, I just, inside. I like Walford. Me and the Kimes. We're on the yeah. same page.
1: Yeah, got go to uh, go with the Cardinals. Got to go with the Cardinals.
0: Give me the Rams. Hey, give some. me the Rams. Give me the Rams, baby. Oh, man. See? so
1: you wait. What, what the, that was just reverse psychology. You just want me to choose the Cardinals.
0: No, I, I, <laughs> I like the Rams. I like Aaron Donald. I think he's a beast. I don't know what your problem is. I have nothing against the dude. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. What is going on here? I'm getting bamboozled. I'm getting hoodwinked. Someone call the cops.
0: <laughs> Police. Police. You hate 99. You hate 99. We got it. I but, do um... not. Get out. But, stop uh... with the slander. I'm going <laughs> to. But um, I, 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 I kind of just want to mention this and, like, you're a fan I of guess the like, No, no, no! Get the hell out of here, <laughs> Seattle, Seattle, <laughs> Seattle! Minus six at San Francisco. I don't really, I don't really care about this game, but I do want to mention Jamal Adams coming out and smoking a cigar, like in the press conference, like he won something. Dude, take it easy. The defense stinks. The Seattle defense is atrocious, dude. I don't know, like, what, is he watching a different game than me? Like I don't understand. Like he's acting like they're the best team in the league. They they're gonna get smoked in the playoffs. They stink. He he blitzes nine hundred times a game. Of course he of course he did this. Got the the leader in the DPs. He almost got it with the Jets.
1: I mean that's true. Um, the defense does stink. They get key. They get crucial turnovers. That's the only thing they give up a lot of yards, but they get crucial turnovers when uh, when they need it. But. It's just funny that it looks like he didn't know how to smoke a cigar. I guess he never understood. Uh, I guess he never learned that. But
0: oh, well. so that's it for me, dude. That's it for me. I'm 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 excited for the playoffs, dude. I'm excited for the Jets. I'm excited for our offseason. season. Um, my 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 bet of the week, honestly, is the Jets plus three. Uh, I, I really do think that is the best bet of the week. Washington minus one and a half is nice. Rams plus three is okay. Other than that, like, Kansas City's benching their whole team. Stay away from them. Um, Pittsburgh versus Cleveland. I'll just say Cleveland if you have to. Maybe the Giants. But, like, nothing too crazy this week. Kinda of take it easy this week. Bet basketball.
1: I agree. I agree with that statement. I totally agree with that statement. And uh, John, you know, I thought you were going to mention how you wanted the Jets to trade it for uh, Mitch Trubisky because you just love him so much.
0: Yeah, I don't. You're literally making this up because you're upset that you hate Aaron Donald. That's all right. I you can hate, I hate Aaron Donald. Donald. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: love Mitch Trubisky, man. I don't. I don't understand.
0: You've always been praising him. I don't I'm know. Like, where, I, I literally I don't, don't, don't know playback. where is this coming from. Could you tell me? Uh, we can pull up the chat receipts. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, pull it up. I literally hate him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, that's that's about it. I really hope that Chicago trades were Sam Darnold. That's about it. That's about it, Ricey. Get us out of here. All right.
1: Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another uh, Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, Etc. podcast. Make sure to tune in later this week when we've got a Knicks episode coming up. And thank you all again for tuning in. Please make sure to give us... Uh, A a rating A five star rating On Apple Podcasts Please make sure To like, share, and subscribe Please make sure To leave a comment In your review for us Also make sure To follow us On all social media platforms On Instagram Twitter Facebook You name it We're there We're probably not On Pinterest Or any of those Social media (laughs) sites But please Make sure to find us On three main ones Alright
0: And also Look out for for Jet Press Can you contribute To the Jet Press Look out for that That's true
1: That's true, that's true. John has decided to join. And congratulations to John on joining the fan-sided network. He is going to be contributing to the Jet Press so you can find his thoughts written down on paper. Well, not really paper, but
0: digital paper. (laughs) Praising Sam Darnold and praying for Wyatt Davis, baby. Let's go. 2021 offseason. Get ready for the propaganda, everybody. Get ready
1: for the propaganda.
0: I'm ready. Let's go. Ohio State,
1: baby. Ohio State. (laughs) Not for quarterbacks. OH wait. Not for quarterbacks
0: But Catch you later everyone No 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 Quarterbacks are good bro We gotta trade that second pick Justin Fields is good We gotta start We gotta start bumping that <laughs> <laughs> Justin Fields baby He's good He's good Really good
1: All right, I love on it On that note On that note Catch you later everyone <laughs>